you've tuned into channel 8301. Now back to the show. The following episode is not a rerun. Let me move those back. Get them out of the way. Oh, wait. Do I want this for the intro, too? <laughs> Tyler, we, we have unlimited time. We don't have time for lollygagging. Sorry, I just... I'm getting all the, the props ready for the this week's episode. Um, even though I... I I, I know that we don't have a lot of time. I know we don't have, okay, we gotta, but, we just gotta get into it. Um, okay, wait, how do we, sorry. Oh, I didn't see you there, Tyler. That's you, right? Oh, that, that's, that's, that's what, that's what your name tag says, I'm yep, just assuming. That's me. Great. Um, well, it's lovely to meet you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice so to meet nice you to too. You. Um... What does it say? It just, yeah, you get real close. If you need I just, to. I can't, you're just going to have to read that for me. I, I, what is it? Uh, it says Montgomery. Oh, I thought that said Monterey Jack. Uh, like the people cheese. often get that confused. Yeah. Uh, anyways, it's so nice of you to come uh, to my book signing. Mm -hmm. You must be a fan. Uh, no, I'm a human person, actually. Oh. Yep. That, that does make sense. You, yeah, I didn't want to assume, but you did look more like a... Human man? A human man. Yeah. And a fan. Uh, anyways, can I sign my book for you? Um, sure. Hey, uh, can I borrow a copy of your book for a second? Uh, yeah, I got one right here. Oh, great. Here we go. Uh, great. Um, can you just sign this copy of your book for me? Yeah, sure thing. Uh, who would you like me to make it out for? Um, well, um, can you make it out to, uh, Bob? No, Jerry. Uh, no, wait, who are those people? Um, Steven, uh, no, uh, uh, Tyler. Can you make it out to Tyler, please? Yeah. Great. There you go. He signed it, Dear Poo Poo Head. Hope in the life, the book, it's shit. Actually, that says hope you like the book. He's lying. It says hope in the like. This <laughs> book, it's shit. Anyways, thanks. I got lots of other people to sign the book for, so it was great, uh, great uh, catching up. Yeah. Uh, next. Hi, my name is, um, my name is, um, my name is, um. Your name is, um. Um, yeah. Oh, wow, it's great to meet you, um. Are you a fan? I'm a, uh, human male, actually. Mm, yeah, I've been burned by that one already today. Um, well, uh, great to meet you, human man, um. Um, would you like... A copy of my book? Yeah, sign? can you sign it for me? Great, yeah, where is your copy? It's right here. Oh, great, I'll take that. Right here. Okay, and let me just quickly... Who would you like me to make this out to? 
Um, can you make it out to my dad? Yep. One second. His name is my dad. There you go. You want a fever? No, mama. Meet me behind the bleachers. XO, XO. Yum. Great. So glad I could uh, could sign that for you. Thank you. All right, next. Hey, it's my old, my old pal. You, I didn't realize you were a fan. <laughs> ah, chatty as always. Would you like me to sign a copy of the book? Yeah, sure thing. And who should I make it out for? Okay. There you go. Enjoy. He signed it. Great. All right. Oh, that is that. That's everyone. That's it. That's all we have. That's it. We have the three people. Yep. One of them was a fan. Yeah. Great. Well, I'm sure, sure glad that uh, that I spent a whole day, took a whole day out of my schedule just to do this. Welcome back to the show. This is Oh, I Didn't See You There with Aiden and... Um, sorry, we're crunched for time and I, oh, I'm stressing. Yeah. Uh, Tyler. Tyler, that's right. Yeah, yeah we don't... Um, I, I hate when we have to do this to you guys, but we don't actually have too much time. You know, holiday season's really busy. So instead of doing a full episode of our show, we just thought that we would share an episode of one of our partner podcasts. Mm-hmm. So um, we are going to be sharing with you an episode of Chill Times, Cool Rhymes, Jazz Time. Yeah. I thought we were going with a different episode. But that's okay. Uh, you'll just have to settle for Chill Times, Jazz Rhymes, what oh, he kind of butchered it. Sorry. Chill times, cool rhymes, jazz time. Oh. Chill. CRJT. Chill yeah. rhymes. Yeah. No chill times. Oh, chill rhymes. We don't have time for this. Anyways, I. Very stressful. I cannot wait for you guys to hear this. These <clears throat> these guys are a real treat. So, um, uh, in just a second here, we'll we'll start that for you. such a treat to be able to be here for you today. We've got a lovely program on tonight. I know the Christmas season is approaching, so we thought that we would just relax with you all and share some Christmas stories and enjoy some good jazz. Now, oh, don't talk over this. Oh, you hear that? The bass just going off. John, I know that you've uh, prepared the first story 
for us here today. Now, would you like to share your Christmas time story? Oh, you know I would. And, and Hugh, there is, there's no, no better way to do that than by singing along to this jazz. Mm. I was eight and it was Christmas Day. Hey, hey, hey. I woke up early, like six o'clock in the morning. Went downstairs, there were presents under the tree. A few presents were even there from Santa to me. I opened the presents under the tree, and what did I see? It was a slinky. That's all I wanted for Christmas when I was eight. The year was 1952. Zap. John, you were eight in 1952. I sure was, man. How long does that make you now? 30. Year is 1982, and we're coming to you over the radio waves. The fastest, most efficient way of communicating a message in this time. And this is true. The uh, radio waves are a, uh, well, they're a, a sort of new invention. I don't know if you've. That's not true. <laughs> it's fully true. They've been around for many decades, actually. <laughs> They've been around for at least. Five years. That's very true, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Thus, they are relatively new. Uh, very well. Whatever you say, Hugh, whatever floats your boat. John, I don't think you realize what year we're living in. Oh, please. As if you don't know. 1982. Anyways, you said that you had a very special Christmas memory about some some food that your grandma made you wanted to share? Mm, mm -hmm. Now this, we're going to treat this more like a uh, spoken word. Ah, of course. Down the stairs, I tumbled. Zap, 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 ow, 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 ow. Ready to see what grandma had made. Zoop, 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 pow, pow, pow. Ran to the kitchen. Zip, zip, zip. Grandma yelled at me. Grandma said, "Hugh, don't you know?" You can't have your Christmas dish just then, Grandma stubbed her toe. 
I took this opportunity to steal what was on the counter. Oh, oh no, he didn't. This was Grandma's special dish. I can't think of anything that rhymes with counter. I took the dish outside as fast as I could. I ate it out back next to the wood shed. Grandma had made her famous dessert casserole. You'd think I would choose words that were easier to rhyme with and not something like casserole. But that's not what spoken word poetry is all about. Now you and I, we know that spoken word poetry is all about the story and the inflection of the voice, the way that the speaker tells you. They bring you on a journey. And me, this journey is all about this special dessert casserole. So I'm going to forgo the rhyming and, and let the story tell itself. And as I went to the backyard by the woodshed to eat Grandma's special dessert casserole, I realized that Grandma had played a trick on me. And it wasn't actually Grandma's special dessert casserole. It was instead for her bean and Brussels sprout casserole. Something that as a little boy, and even now as a grown man, I've never quite enjoyed. Maybe it was because of this moment that Grandma had tricked me that I never fully got to enjoy this casserole. Or maybe it's just a disgusting meal that should never be eaten by anyone. But let me tell you this. Grandma made me her special dessert casserole later that day for the little trick she played on me. And boy, was that a good dessert casserole. Now I'll tell you this, that dessert casserole, I'll describe the ingredients for you. The top layer was whipped cream. There was a layer of score pieces. There was some pudding and meat. Another layer of score. A small layer of pretzel sticks. More score. There was some a layer of pudding underneath. And a final layer of whipped cream. That was the last ingredient. Now, John, I hope you liked this special spoken word poetry. Hugh, you do it like no other person in the world. John, you need to work on your spoken word poetry. Yeah, I tried. You know what? It's not my thing. Mm -hmm. 
but who knows, maybe once I'm older than 30, I might, might get into it. Anyways, we're going to take a quick word from our sponsors. Hi, everyone. It's 1982. You know what that means. Home video does not exist yet. So instead of selling you a movie to take home, we're going to sell you on the experience of going to see a movie. You know what came out in 1982? What came out in 1982? Let me think about this one. Um, oh, I can tell you about a movie that's coming out next year that you're going to love. Return of the Jedi, Episode 6. You gotta go see it. Folks, if you liked Yoda in the uh, last one, you're gonna like Yoda again in this one because I'm pretty sure he's in the next one. Don't know though, haven't seen it. Anyways, I'm a close personal friend of George Lucas's and I thought that I would tell you all, go see that movie when it comes out next year. Just a few months away, in fact. And what, the mo what movie were you going to plug? I was also going to plug uh, the new Star Wars oh, movie. well, that's, that's awkward. But now I have a question for you. Uh -huh. What's home video? Well, imagine being able to watch a movie at, at home, in the comfort of your own home. Sounds blasphemous. It sure does. Why would you ever want to forego the experience of going to a movie theater with a bunch of strangers where you all get to experience the same movie at the same time. I don't know, but some people, I feel like they just... It they seems just with the it. potential experience of a home video, you would never leave your home and interact with the outside world, creating people who are more anxious, depressed, and less sociable. Interesting. Well, anyways, if you're looking to see any of the best movies from this year, I could, I could recommend Annie, or Blade Runner, or... Isn't that also with Harrison Ford? Uh, yes, actually it is. You might also like Conan the Barbarian. Starring relative newcomer Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm. Uh, the Dark Crystal. Um, interesting fact, there is a bit of, uh, of cooperation between uh, the people behind The Dark Crystal and the upcoming Return of the Jedi. They have puppeted a few characters in this movie, including a very, um, very large puppet um, who looks absolutely disgusting. Um, E.T. A great movie, The Extraterrestrial. Is that the full title? E.T., e. a great movie, The Extraterrestrial. You might also like Friday the 13th Part 3 already. Grease 2. Anyone? Grease 2, starring Michelle Pfeiffer and Maxwell Caulfield. Anyways, lots of great movies came out this year. Gandhi. Go see Gandhi. Go see Halloween 3. Go see Airplane 2. <laughs> That's all we have time for. This is just an ad, after all, and we're going to send you back to whatever show you're listening to. This has been National Public Radio. And we're back. Wow, welcome back, everyone. Welcome back, John. You, how were you? How was the break for you? It, it was good. I, I went and got some water. Oh, that's great. You know what? I did the same thing right here. Really? Right there. Hmm. That was the water that I got. Anyways. 
Isn't Christmas a wonderful time? Christmas is a wonderful time. What, uh, what are you doing on the holidays this year? Well, the wife and I were planning on going on a, uh, little ski trip this holiday season. Wow, where to? The, uh, the Alps. The Alps? Mm-hmm. Incredible. Mm-hmm. I hear Switzerland's very nice. I've never been outside of the, the airport there, actually. Mm-hmm. That would have been, uh good choice the Swiss Alps yeah um funny you mention that because uh my wife and I were actually planning on going on a honeymoon oh really yeah are you just getting married well we got married six years ago okay why are you taking the honeymoon now shouldn't that have been six years ago we just got our hands full with all the kids you had a child out of wedlock do you prefer skiing or snowboarding I'm a ski guy myself. I don't know how I feel about this snowboarding. Seems like it's for the youngsters. That's that is so true. You know, my dad once said something, something like that. What's that? What did he say? Oh, he was just saying that. Uh... That snowboarding is is pretty newfangled, you know. Anyways, I myself. I'm a skier, although in some aspects of my life I'm a pretty pretty avid risk taker. You know, I, I enjoy I enjoy skydiving. I really do actually. Really? Yeah. I didn't know you've ever been skydiving before. Oh, just a few times. Um, I went a couple times in early nineteen seventy one, just kinda get the hang of it. And then my last jump was also in in November of nineteen seventy one. That was a big one. I was pretty, pretty, uh, really. Where did, where did, where was this jump that you did in 1971? Oh, you know, I, I left from Portland and I, uh, I, uh, just kind of, I jumped out over southwestern Washington, but that's, mm. anyways, we don't need to get into that. John, um, John yeah. remind me what your last name is. What's my last name? Yeah. Well, obviously, my name is John. Searching for... John Searching. John Searching for... Uh, that's it. That's the one. That sounds like uh, you made that up on the spot there, John. No, pretty sure that's always been my last name. Hmm. Um, and John's always been my first name. Mm-hmm. It's true. You have, a, you have a middle name there, John? I do. It's Bartholomew. Hmm. I see. Oh, Christmas tree. Oh, Christmas tree. How lovely are your branches. On the first tree of Christmas. Oh, Christmas tree. How lovely are your branches A partridge in a pear tree I do believe we have a, a guest joining us today. Oh, really? Would you like to go fetch them? I would. Great. All right, let me just get out of my chair. Oh, Christmas tree. Oh, Christmas tree. How lovely are 
You're righteous. Hello. Uh, uh, oh, hey. Hello. So glad you could join us today in the studio. I'm so happy to be here. Why don't you introduce yourself for all of our audience out there who might not know you? My name is Stephen Colbert. Stephen Colbert. And what do you do, Stephen? Um, I prefer not to answer. Oh, and why is that? I prefer not to answer. Okay, Stephen Colbert. Um, why are you? Why are you on the show? I was told if I come on the show, they'll they'll they'll, they'll, uh, they'll give me money. That's right. And I'm correct in saying that you are currently 18 years old, right? This is correct. Wonderful. I'm 18 years old, Stephen Colbert. Well, see, a few years ago, I came into a lot of money. Hmm. Um, about $200,000, in fact. Really? And, uh... That's I a just, lot of money? Yes. Yeah. Oh, wait, listen. Oh, that's great. All right. Just enjoy this jazz. Okay, Stephen Colbert. You've expressed some interest in, in hosting a show of your own, and I thought, I'm feeling generous, I thought that maybe I could get you on here, ask you a few questions, and uh, depending on how you answered, I could give you some of that money to help start you on your way. Well, I would very much appreciate that. That's great. All right, so first of all, Stephen, why don't you tell everyone at home, where are you from? Washington, hey? Correct. That's a, a very nice place. Have you been? Uh, I have not. Hmm. I, I have been, I've flown over and jumped into Washington State. Oh, really? Yes. Hmm. Um, is, that, is that where you born or is that where you grew up? Um, I was born in Washington. I grew up in uh, Charleston, South Carolina. Ooh, Charleston, like the dance. Do you mm. dance? I, I have done the, the Charleston before. Oh, incredible. Um, and I'm sorry, are you are you currently going to school? <clears throat> it's a, a yes or no question. I, I prefer not to say. Ah, that's fair. What brings you uh, interest in, in this sort of being a, a personality? I feel I have a, um, a very energetic personality. I, um, I've, I've been known to uh, write, tell jokes. <laughs> um, uh, act, uh, and uh, I'm a bit of a political commentator. Left wing, is am I right? Mm. Yes. That, that was a... a play on the fact that I said left wings, am I right? That's if right. You if you didn't catch you know, that one. You know, Stephen, um, uh, having a good voice is a very important thing for hosting a show. You might want to uh, work on opening up, up your soft palate a bit. What? That's fine. Um, do you have plans to go to university? Do any sort of post, post uh, high school thing here? I'm gonna go to Northwestern University, actually. I'm gonna get a, a BA. And get, get what was that, sorry? I'm thinking about um, a, a name for a new company. Ah. It's called YouTube Premium. You're an entrepreneur as well. No. Um, let, tell me, what do you do? Do you do any sort of uh, 
activities? Like, just to, off the top of my head, like maybe perhaps some improv or... I'm a bit of a comedian. Actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are, have you joined uh, an improv troupe? Yeah, it's called The Second City. Oh, really? I've heard great things about it. Yeah, it's the sequel to The First City. Well, I hope that all pans out for you. Where do you see yourself in, say, 40 years? Um, I would like to be the host of my own show. Wow. Incredible. I hope that goes well for you. You know what? I'm going to give you a little bit of money because... I'm going to call it The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. That, wow, you're really you're really, uh, really into this. Well, I'm going to give you a bit of this money that I have. I'm kind of uh, trying to get rid of it, you know, so I can't... So that I don't have it. Here. Let me just count this out for you. Thank you. There you are. 40000 that's a lot of money for this time. That is. Uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. All right. Tyler, how was your break? Who's that? Oh, sorry, Steven. I thought that was Tyler coming back. You, you are allowed to leave now. Huh, thank you. But you're, you're just going to sit there and stay. <clears throat> See you. Tyler. That's you, actually. Who? No, what? Who's Tyler? Hi, who are you? You? Wow, I had, a, you a, right? I had a bit of a brain fart. John, are you okay? The last guest really... Uh... John, do you need to take a minute? I think I do. I think I do. Which is actually great timing because we have a quick message. Good evening, and welcome to Poetry Corner, brought to you by... Oh, I didn't see you there. My name is John William Butler Allen Collins Bunyan Virgil Taylor Milton the Ninth, Third Duke of Wollstonecraft Lilliputshire, and two-time Baron of Eden Admontiado. You may perhaps also know me from my extensive work in Lavish End Tables Daily, as well as Watercress by Waterfowl. Ladies and gentlemen, on this fine evening, I will be your orator. I will be reading from the collected poems of A. E. Houseman, which, as the title mentions, is a smashing bit of poetry by the great English scholar and poet Alfred Edward Houseman. And now, without further ado, the seventeenth poem, A Shropshire Lad, Part Seventeen, by A. E. Houseman. Twice a week the winter thorough, here I stood to keep the goal. Football then was fighting sorrow for the young man's soul. Now in Maytime, to the wicket, out I march with bat and pad, see the son of grief at cricket, trying to be glad. Try I will, no harm in trying, wonder tis how little mirth keeps the bones of man from lying on the bed of earth. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me tonight at Poetry Corner. It has been a pleasure. Now back to the show. The year... 1982. That's this one. Are you prepared for the new Star Wars upcoming movie? The new Star Wars Empire Strikes Back. It's coming out in a few months. It's even better than the second one. <laughs> Shit. 
The Empire Strikes Back already came out. What's this one? The new, the new Star Wars movie, Return of the Jedi, better than Empire Strikes Back. George Lucas didn't direct it? What? What? They're his movies. That can't be right. George Lucas didn't direct Return of the Jedi? Huh. Did you know this? His name is Lord for I mean Richard Marquad. I see. What? It's over? Huh. It's over. The ad? And welcome back, everybody. I hope you've had a great time. Chill time. Cool rhymes and jazz time. That is us. That is our podcast. It's great. Chill oh, times. Wait. Cool This is the part of the show where I croon. Jazz times. Mm. I love our in-house band. Mm. All right, turn it up, John Baptiste. I'm dreaming of a... Christmas covered in snow Where all the pretty angels glow Shiny balls on my tree Making Christmas memories And this Christmas melody is in my head my family's coming from so far away for Christmas Day. We're gonna have turkey and it'll be hopefully not dry. My family's coming to stay for Christmas Day. And it's gonna be bright and gay Have a holly jolly Have a holly jolly Have a holly jolly Have a holly jolly day On Christmas, Santa's on his sleigh He's making his way to us for Christmas Day. All right, thank you for that, John Baptiste. That was John Baptiste. That's right. <clears throat> and now, John, <clears throat> I have a question for you. Yeah? John Baptiste. Uh huh. What is your favorite Christmas song? My favorite Christmas song is I Saw Mommy Smoochin' Santa Claus. Really? And when did that come out, John Baptiste? 19, I want to say 52. Really? Yeah. Oh, sorry, 1953. Mm. 
Actually, I was right, 1952. I'm sorry. The brain, you know, just it does its own thing sometimes. John Baptiste, how old were you when that song came out? I was approximately... 14. Really? Yeah. And how old does that make you now? Currently, that would make me... 44. I would say that's some quick math, but... That's just knowing how old you are. That's right. Thank you. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this next tune. We will, John Baptiste. Thank you. Yes, great. Thank you so much. Um, if you don't mind, I'd like to just listen to this one for a minute. While I prep the next segment. They call me John, but I was born with a different name. Back then, before I had a brush with fame, or I guess infamy, they called me DB. That's what they said, they called me DB. Before I got ahead of the law enforcement I jumped out of that plane over southwestern Washington state We took off from Portland For you about yes. that last song there. About which song? Sorry, I, I I blacked up for a second there. Really? Yeah. I was gonna ask you if that uh, song that you were singing was a uh, was personal at all to you. I uh, no, I don't think so. That probably wasn't based on my my life. No, you don't think so? No. Mm. Well, why would they call you DB when your name is clearly John Baptiste? That's the other guy. That was the other guy. You're right. John, what's your middle name again? Bartholomew? Yes. Hmm, John Bartholomew. Uh, but, I, you know, I, I, I was born Dan. Dan Bartholomew? Yes. Hmm. So why the change from Dan to John? I just felt like John was a bit more... Common, you know? Not, not quite as unique. It didn't just stand out as much. Hmm. If you wanted a really common name, you could have gone with John Doe. Interesting. I'll think about it. Tell me, what do you want for Christmas, Hugh? What, well, do, what, what do Hugh want for Christmas? That's a good one. I've never heard that one before. Thank you. Well, John, I'll tell you. Hi. That's right, John Searching for. That is your name. And I know that. Now, John, what do I want for Christmas? That's a great question. Now, if I were 
a small child, I might say all I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. But I am not a small child, so that is not what I want for Christmas. Now, John, this is a great question that you ask, and I have an answer. What do I want for Christmas? Yeah. Well, I want a new set of golf clubs. A new set of golf clubs so you can tee off? Correct. I'm a bit of a uh, golfer, John. Hmm. Are you now? Tell me, what's uh, what's your best score? Well, the last game I played... On the links, of course. Hmm. The last game I played par was 178. I got 200. Wow. That is quite a high score. That's why we play. That's right. Hey, say... I just thought of something. What did you think of? Jim? Why don't uh, Why don't we have a have a little a little golf game this weekend? You know, to really relax at the mm. Christmas season. We could do that, Jim. Great. I'd look forward to it. Now, John, tell me, what do you want for Christmas? I want for <clears throat> Christmas. Let me think about this. I've always been a fan of that season's eatings place. Hmm. I think I'd like a sack of sweaty balls. A sweaty ball sack, if you will. Mm, a sweaty ball sack for Christmas. I do love Pete's balls. I love the way they feel in my mouth. Mm, sweaty balls. That's right. Is that the only thing you want for Christmas, Jan? No, for Christmas I... I would also like... Uh, I'd like for people to forget about <clears throat> the events of November 24th, 1971. What ha- what happened on November 4th, 1971, Jan? Oh, that looks like... When it comes to you, my Christmas wish is already true. Anyways... Anyways, we've got another quick word from our sponsors. Wow! Hey, everyone! How you doing? Pretty good. That's right. Pretty good. I hope you're ready to get your groove on, because this weekend at the Cineplex, we're going to go down and we are going to all work out together. Feel at, the beat. At the Feel Cineplex? The yeah, that's right. Your local <clears throat> movie theater. You know, any sort of movie theater will do. We've got the whole crew, and we're going to work out with you. I'm talking squats and push-ups and lats. You get your lats worked out. And your glutes as well. We're looking at your glutes. We're gonna make them cute. We're looking at your glutes and we're gonna make them cute. That's right. Why are you looking at my glutes? It's time to work it out. Everybody put your hands in the air. Now put your hands on the ground. Now push down, push up. Push up, push down. Hands on the ground, hands on the ground, push up, push down, that's right. Exercise with us. Come meet us at the theater. You're gonna wanna be there. Everybody, let's go. Exercise. Work your glutes. Work your glutes. Make your butt look cute. Work your glutes. Exercise. Squat it up and squat your thighs. Let's go. Exercise. This guy likes to talk about butts a lot. Exercise. 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 Exercise.
That's right. Exercise. That's right. Exercise. Yeah. We're looking at your glutes. I'm looking at your glutes. This guy's kind of weird. Glutes look cute. Your glutes look real cute. He keeps talking about butts. I'm looking at your glutes. I'm looking at them glutes. Ah, uh, ooh, you got cute glutes. Ah, uh, cute glutes. That's what I like. I like <clears throat> when glutes are cute. Uh, I like a cute glute, a cute glute, a cute glute. Uh, uh, gluteus maximum. Yeah. I'm kind of concerned. Uh, and we're back. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. <clears throat> Welcome back. I'm so glad that you could all join us. <clears throat> Anyways. Anyways. Uh, we got another Christmas cl classic coming up here. What were we going to say? <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to trip over. No, that's all right, John. No, 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 no. You just, you just go where you're going. It's, it's jazz. Let the music take That's control. right. Now while the music has control over John, we're going to get to the bottom of some of the questions that I know that you've been asking because I've been asking them too. John, while the music has control over you, what is your real name? Dan Cooper. Dan Bartholomew Cooper. Mm. Now John, may I call you Dan? Or DB. Or DB. Now DB Cooper, where were you on... Uh, November something, November 24th in 1971. Well, I started the day in Portland, boarded a plane, and then I didn't see the plane through. It was supposed to land in Seattle, but I jumped out before we got there. Hmm. And why did you jump out of the plane, Dan? Because I had all the money that I wanted. Hmm. With $200,000, approximately... Uh, Make up the amount of money that you took. That would be exactly what I what I asked for as ransom. And where did you go after that, Dan? Well, see, the thing was, I actually did land in Seattle. But then we quickly, I released the passengers, we refueled the aircraft, and began a second flight to Mexico City with a refueling stop in Reno. And approximately after. 30 minutes after taking off from Seattle, I opened the aft door, deployed my uh, staircase, and uh, parachuted into the night. So you did go to Seattle? Very briefly, yeah. I see. Wow, that was great. The music really had control over me there for a minute. Yes, I can tell you blacked out there, John. Sure did. Again. I really need to get these episodes under control. Now, John. Yes. Sorry, that was the code phrase. Now, John. Now? It's not, uh, not quite working the way it's supposed to. What I said was, now, John. Right, right now? Hmm. It, uh, 
seem to be working. Well, as you all know, it's currently a week until Christmas, so I would like to read for you a classic Christmas poem. Hope you're all ready for this one. Twas the night before Christmas. Oh, sorry, I need to restart. John Baptiste, can we scrap the music for a second? Thank you. I just need to collect myself. Now, what an interesting tale that was, John. Did you come up with Edwin yourself? No, that was actually Clement Seymour. Ah, Clement Seymour. That's right. Uh, he wrote that approximately 80 years ago, I want to say. But it, 80? I, I, it must have been earlier. Let me think about this. 
I said 80. Did I say 80? I meant 80. 160. <laughs> That's almost double, John. I was thinking half. What? What? It's it's fine. Alright. Well, John, I've just got one last thing for us to talk about here. Great. And it's really a... Well, not a question. More of a... More of a statement, John. Mm-hmm. Now, John... Put your hands in the air. We got him. Boys, we got him. Whoa, whoa. What? D.B. Cooper, what, 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 you're under arrest. Uh, no, my name is John... Um, something for... D.B. Cooper, you're under arrest. You don't even know your own fake last name. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what what what, what is what is happening. What is this for? I don't know. D.B. Cooper, you're under arrest for. Uh, Who's D.B. Cooper? Robbery. Sounds sounds good. Um, I think. Uh, like hijacking and. Yeah. And and, and uh, yeah, like stealing the the ransom and you know. Yeah, all of that. You're under arrest for all of that. I, wh- why? Why me? You're looking a little sweaty over there. You alright? Uh, I'm so fine. I just don't know what's going on. Hmm. Maybe you're sweaty because you know that you're D.B. Cooper. Maybe I'm sweaty. Are you? No, I just want them. Oh. D.B. Cooper, you're under arrest. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. You have the right to an attorney. If you don't have an attorney, one will be appointed for you. There's more, I think, but I can't remember. Well, uh, D.B. Cooper, you're under arrest. If you can't remember, then I don't have to go with you. I don't in think fact, that's how it works. In fact, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you guys the count of ten, okay? For what? One. We got a runner. <sighs> Aiden, I know we said we didn't have a lot of time. Mm-hmm. But we got a couple minutes, don't we? Yeah, we got a couple we minutes. We give them a little bit, like a, a little outro before Christmas. Yeah. Uh, well, I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. That was a, a classic episode from, uh, for, well, from before my time. Yeah, it was before, well, right before my time. That's right. Yeah. That was uh, chill times, cool rhymes, jazz time. Um, thank you so much for uh, taking the, uh, you know, the time out of your day to not listen to us, but listen to other different people that's right we really appreciate how just how much you guys love this podcast that so much so that you're willing to listen to a podcast on our feed that's just not us mm-hmm. it's just not us hey do you know whatever happened to um db cooper db Co- i don't think they ever solved that really yeah huh i don't know that they had they had a few leads yeah but i don't uh i don't really know if anything ever came of that. No? Like, I know... I know that they had, yeah, a few suspects, such as uh, Ted Braden, mm. a Special Forces commander during the Vietnam War. He was a master skydiver and a convicted felon. Mm. Um, they they also... Uh, Kenneth Peter Christensen mm. was... Uh, 
was uh, possible. I heard a Minnesota resident named Lyle Christensen in 2003 watched a TV documentary about the hijacking and became convinced that his brother Kenneth had been Davy Cooper. Um, Weird. Yeah. There are other ones. Jack Kofeld, Lynn Doyle Cooper, uh, Barbara Dayton, William Gossett, Joe Lackich, uh, John Somethingfer, hmm. John List, Ted Mayfield, Richard McCoy Jr., uh, Sheridan Peterson, Robert Rackstraw, Walter R. Reka, William J. Smith, Dwayne L. Weber, uh, you know, plenty. Just, just so many. Uh, and the list goes on. Does it? Can you read some more names? Uh, you know what? I think we might as well...